This is the Justified Journey Podcast. I don't want to be still Classified with the sex where I don't belong. Hearing your message say I'm pompous. I don't think I'm right, but I know they're wrong. It's not pretension, but get That's why I think a lot of guys will take a gap year and then they always find kind of an excuse. And I think I even did that maybe subconsciously was you find an excuse not to go out and play because you like all the results that you're gaining yeah. indoors and in a like-minded environment. Look, no threat. Like if everyone's pulling down, everybody's high-fiving themselves because yeah. everybody's on the same fucking team. Right. It's like being, it's like, it's like I equate it to when I surf, if I'm with my boys, like they want to see me succeed. It's not a competition, really. It's a more of a comp- internal, personal competition, right? And you could chat, you could like, you know, compete with yourself. But when somebody else steps up to you, you're like almost like in life steps up to you. That's when you realize what you're made of. You can trick yourself into thinking that like, let's say you're, you're a baseball player and you get a pull down number or whatever. You get like hyped. You get proud of that pull down number. Yeah. But it's like, that doesn't mean shit. It's like in golf. They say, I don't even know why I have so many golf references. I don't even fucking play golf. But uh, it's in golf. They say, you know, you, you drive for show, you putt for dough. So what I was doing was, yeah, all of a sudden I can throw the length of a football field. Yeah. Uh, this is way before weighted balls came into my life or anything like that. So I was like pulling down and I, I got addicted to that. You know, when you pull it down, you get the little rise from like 100, oh, yeah. feet, 100 feet away and you yeah. miss the guy up here and he has to reach up and it makes it look like you're throwing 200 miles an hour. I got addicted to seeing that shit because I wanted, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to kill people and I'm going to throw so hard. It's and, a lot of fun. Yeah, it is fun. But... If I was training to be a world class long di- long distance thrower or a, like a pull downer or whatever, like, uh, I would. What's called dra- javelin thrower? Yeah, if I was if I was training for that, I would have fucking murdered it, right? <laughs> but 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 I neglected what mattered the baseball. most. Which I'm already good enough to play pro baseball. Like if I wasn't good enough, if my ability was not there, then I should definitely have done what I was doing, right? Build up my ability, get rusty, but understanding. That my command that I had a year and a half ago, I was gonna get shittier just a little bit because I'm neglecting it and have patience that with repetition it'll come back and it'll get better. And and I didn't learn that till after reflecting in the dugout because I got, uh, you know, that next year was a whirlwind. Like crazy shit happened the next year because I went and got released from that place and I thought my shit didn't stink, especially because I put in all the work, hired people, did all this crazy shit. Thought, oh, I could taste the big leagues. I was like, I'm gonna get picked up out of spring training. I know it. Right when spring training breaks, I'm gonna get picked up. I saw this guy got picked up last year that couldn't hold my dick. This guy Nuno, he's still in the big leagues. Francisco Nuno or whatever. Uh, he was on my team uh, the previous year, and he threw. He lefty threw like 85 to 89 and fucking carved, and the Yankees picked him up, and now he's in the big leagues. But he he didn't work out he didn't do nothing he just knew hey this is what i got man we go out there and just do what i do and yeah. hopefully god and if it's it's in god's will it'll all work out and that's how he thought and i was like no i'm gonna make this shit happen watch yeah. and then i go there so i get released and then on my own dime i call the team back again that i was on the previous year and i was like hey like we're full but we heard in the off season you were popping fours like sitting three to four Right, so if, if you are who you say you are, we have room for a, a closer. And to me, a reliever at that time was like, that was a bad title. I didn't like it. Something gross. I didn't want to. It was a status thing again. So then I'd go over there, and I was dieseling eighty nine through strikes though. And they say, sorry, we don't have room for you. you. We think you of you as more of a long guy, right? Which was a letdown on my own dime. Then I flew to this new league called the Freedom League in fucking Arizona. 
And I'm all yipped up. I was on the DL the whole time. I fucking got... And then releasing me, I ended up in Mexico at this donkey show minor league thing. And then fucking... I got myself out of the yips and I got drafted to Mexico, faked the birth certificate. I talked about yeah, that on another AOP, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, But I was fucking so yipped up. I got labeled. I had so much hype. It was like high school all over again. I had hype coming into it. I was this rookie Mexican player. And like their game plan for me was I was going to go to the, they were going to sell me to the big leagues, like free trade, like slavery, basically. Uh, they were going to sign me and then I was going to shove, shove. And then I was going to get sold to a big league organization, go straight to AAA to the big leagues. That was what I was told, right? And I go there, and I get put in a starter role, and all of a sudden, spring training for winter ball, fucking walking people and fucking struggling and, and have anxiety every day. I'm reciting books, and I'm fucking listening to Relapse. things, and then I'm fucking working even harder in the gym. I'm fucking, they're telling me to stop playing long toss so much. Other guys are long toss, but they didn't have control problems. So they say, it's just long toss. You're, you're training yourself to, I'm like, you're stupid. You don't know what the fuck to talk about. It's all in my head. It's all in my head. I just need to focus, focus, and repeat it itself. So I want to go back to something real quick. You fielded a question on, like last week, the art of pitching, DGAF, uh, number one, whatever that was. Some kids, like lefty, I think he's like 90, 93. He's wondering, should I play summer ball? Should I not play summer ball? Whatever. And you said, listen, you built the machine. Now it's time yeah. to go compete and refine and actually play baseball. And that's something I think a lot of guys get stuck in is this constant, the constant um, training, lifting, throwing, more this, better nutrition, better this. If you already, if you're 90, 93 and you're, and you're a dude. If you're 90, 93, and it, you got to go back to what's your objective? What's your overall? What's the only thing that matters right now, right? And if your answer is, I want to pitch in the big leagues, and I think that most people that have that in them already, like my buddy Scott Kaminsky trains at uh, Driveline, right? Mariners picked him up after a few seasons in the in, in bounce around indie ball. He got released a bunch of times. It's like, that guy just wanted to continue playing baseball. He didn't want to, he didn't care about, like, he probably would love to, it'd be an honor, all this stuff. That's how he talks, right? He went in there, he never hit 90 before in his life. He gets yelled, but he was good, he threw strikes. He's not trying to go throw 100 miles an hour. He doesn't baseball. even care about fucking, he just wants to, college is over at Hawaii, he wants to keep playing. So he knows, I need to throw 90 plus to keep playing. We yell at him a couple times, in two weeks he's fucking sitting 90 to 93. <laughs> he just was really like no effort, right? But he had great mechanics and he's just a good, he's a good pitcher. And he ran with it. And he just, instead of being like, hey, I'm going to take a gap year because I got released from any ball a couple times this year, I'm going to try to go affiliate. He just kept plugging away. And then over time, he strung, he got better and more consistent from going out there and pitching. Now he's with the Mariners. So build into your, uh, until, what you're, is the until you have an opportunity. No, it's, it's, it's not that. It's what's your objective? I need to play Major League Baseball. Okay, where do I, okay, I throw 80. Okay, well, I don't give a fuck what mindset <laughs> you have or whatever. If you throw 80, that's not gonna fly. You don't. Who cares what kind of command you have? Okay, so objective number one is build your ability up to a big league level. What's a big league level for a fucking lefty, right? Maybe you could get away with an 80, 88 to a 92 if you're really good and really consistent, right? So I'm gonna work my ass off, cause that's a big game. I'm gonna work my ass off and only focus on developing ability. Once I hit the bottom line of, for me to, to be a professional baseball player, I'm gonna put all my effort in polishing my craft, polishing my new toys till it's shiny as fuck. And then I'm gonna go and repeat, repeat, repeat 
till I'm the most consistent fucking cutthroat motherfucker baseball's ever seen. That's how you get to the big leagues when you start from the thing. And that's just my formula. Or pro ball. It doesn't need to be big leagues. Just pro ball or any anything, right? Whereas other guys do is they start at the 80 and then they get addicted that they just hit 90. And they're like, oh, if I hit 95, that will solve all my problems. But yeah. no one's still calling. And then if you do get the nod, you do get an opportunity to go and play any ball. You can't. You suck. Because your, your shit's fragile, man. You're insecure too, too because you thought that the only reason that's separating you from being good or being talked about velocity. is because your velocity is down when in reality you're just a bitch and like you need to own that you're a bitch first. It's like accepting Jesus into your life, right? You just first accept that you're a sinner. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm making a joke, but in reality you just look yeah. at it and that's just a metaphor for how you play the game of life is we're all sinners, right? People say it's... And Christian, I'm not Christian, but I come from Christians. So it's like, they say like sinners, everyone's a sinner, right? Everybody's born a sinner. That means something. That means like no matter what you do, as long as you're alive, you're still a sinner. That means there's a dark side and there's a good side. That means when you die, it's all light, right? So that means your spirit's light and your ego's dark. Your ego's the sinner. Your ego wants praise. Your ego wants to cut people's throats. You need to thrive off your ego. You need to learn how to thrive off darkness and light and merge them together. People try to ignore darkness and only focus on light. That's why they eat shit. That's why you get the yips. That's why you doubt yourself. That's why you fucking stumble. That's why people have, they can't talk and they fucking can't talk to a girl. They suck at life because they try to avoid that. That's why they have pills, prescription pills and shit. For depression? Anything. Oh, you feel bad? Happy hour. Go take your mind off work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, your girlfriend dumped you? Drugs. Yeah. Anything. The distraction, right? Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. Well, it doesn't have to be drugs. It can be video games. It's escaping and ignoring. Twitter. Yeah. Anything that ignores you from facing your worst fears and feeling bad, that's what causes problems. Yeah. Right? What happens if you ignore the excruciating pain in your elbow? It snaps eventually, right? (laughs) Which might be a good thing for most people. Move on with their life. So let's go into the businesses. Yeah. So you created this DGAF brand, right? On and accident. <laughs> on accident. Yeah. And you, this is you've manifested all of your struggles into this one. Whatever. It's like a modern word, DGAF. Yeah. It's like literally going to be in the dictionary eventually if yeah, you keep right. saying yeah, it enough. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's how you brand. People D-gaff. just don't get how it. It's like, yeah. Like how I created Superdome, SAD, like all these things is like literally like you say it once people laugh, but like that shit, how you do anything is how you do everything. If you want something to stick, mentality or training, what is it? Rep a fucking titian. Repetition is the mother of skill. By hat. If I, I don't care if you, why do you think, why do you think DJ Khaled is so annoying? I'm sure some people think I'm so annoying too, but they can't. Get the word DGAF out of their mind. They hear the word DGAF, they think about me. We say it all the time. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. You yeah. are DGAF. Superdome, or I have people literally calling me and fucking with a serious conversation and being like, be like, yeah, man, like I'm just really trying to figure out and just throw angry, you know, and and, and master my DGAF. I'm like, I'm like almost laughing. I'm like, are you really using these terminologies right now? I'm like, but it, it, that's just how we're wired as human beings. And it, when you when you understand what the basic needs and how we operate and what we're trying to move toward and we're trying to move away then you master you master life bro you just you embrace negativity and you embrace positivity the best of the best use negativity to fuel more positivity and it just that's a circle why do you think yin yang people don't oh they just say that shit all nice and shit light you know I mean? dark a little bit of light in the dark a little bit of dark in the light 
it just well, it's, it's fifty fifty really if you think about yeah. it, right? Think of the, think of the seasons in, in the in the in, in nature. Just look at nature, right? The lion rips the fucking zebra's throat out, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's part of life. Then there's storm, and then it's sunny. It's just you can't get away from it, and the and you try to run away from anxiety and your fears. So many people, you, yeah, but, they don't even they don't even know what the dark is because they haven't learned about it because they've never had to experience everybody it. Everybody has the darkness, my friend. They try to conceal it. When you're a little kid and you want to play doctor with a little girl across the street, that's darkness. No, I'm serious. When you're a little kid and you guys play doctor, I'm, I'm not joking. That's instinct, right? And people want, want to pretend that, but we learn that that's a no, that's taboo. Don't do that. Don't watch that. Are you a little kid looking at dirty magazines? You don't even know why you want to look at that dirty magazine, but you want to open it up. You don't know anything about that. No one's told you about that. It's instinct. It's like why the little puppy wants to go, like, you've seen the memes, the, the little puppy goes and humps the big dog's head and, like, a stuffed <laughs> animal. And you're like, why is he doing that? No one told him to do that. It's just his instinct. Yeah. Why animals, after a certain amount of time, the mama bear leaves the cub off and just knows when. Didn't read a fucking book. Didn't read no fucking blog. It just instinctively knows that's what I do when it's ready. You let it go. Right? Instincts. Yeah. And you guys read the fucking Relentless book. Touches are just on that, yeah, and that's all it fucking is. It ain't fucking rocket science. It's, I mean, just in my own personal life, like embracing that, and I'm talking about people like, like Tim Grover, Jocko embraces that a lot on what he does. I can't stand that guy. I respect what he's built and what he does, but I I can't listen to his (laughs) his voice. Yeah, I can't listen to Tim Ferriss either, unless he's got a really good person on. Gary Vee was an acquired taste, like his. Yeah, it takes a a minute. It takes a minute. You know, um, Jordan Peterson. Okay, yeah, he's another guy. He's like a psychologist. God. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, after stuff. the Relentless book, that's the last audio book. I might give Crushing It a try just because it's more tactical yeah, uh, it and more of an arsenal. Yeah, you're reading that right now. I'm reading that right now. Notice how Relentless, right? And I love that book. Yeah, Most books great. are like step by step. Step one, six key steps to alleviating uh, yeah. anxiety. I, like that. He, he doesn't bullshit. He goes, no, yeah. his book is basically, this is what it is. This is life. You fucking know it. If you don't want to accept it, you're gonna eat shit. I don't know what to tell. I don't know how to tell you to fix it. It's like there's a you zone. You either know it or you don't. And if you don't, I can't help you. And that's all there's to it. There's no. It's not a self help book. It's just facts. Yeah. This is what it is. And I was like, when I said that, I was like, okay. I literally am not reading another fucking book. And I've been saying this for a long time, but it's hard because I'm addictive. Yeah. And it's just like, and I'm like, it's all I need to know. Everything that I've been that has happened, great business-wise, all off an instinct, all off of acting. Like if you hesitate, you die. In surfing, the moment I start thinking about how to stand, pop up on a big, like I notice it on a big day. I on little days when I surf, it's like I'll eat shit sometimes, and I don't I'm questioning myself why do I eat shit? It's because I'm trying to fucking master my footwork or something. When in a big day, I'm like, if I don't fucking just pop the fuck up, I'm going to die. Like, I need to just pop up and fucking walls up, backs up against the wall, and, and that's it, you know? And you're not saying, you're not saying don't read books or something. You're saying stop just consuming and start doing, start producing things. You don't, it, okay, I don't care if you read the fucking, the gift of the world and it had every step-by-step way of doing something, you will never really know that material until you experience it. You can research all you want. You can talk about it. You can do all this shit. You don't know shit. Until you go break your arm, 
you don't know what it feels like to break yeah. your arm. You can't tell me to fix it. You can't help me. Yeah. Like you can help me. You can give me a better opportunity to help it because you're going to research some stuff of, you know, based off generals, too general. Everybody's individual. So I think that trusting your gut and your instinct and taking swings and then getting a result off that swing and then fucking adjusting and making the swing better and better and better. That's how you win. Right. Imagine when you're walking and you're a little kid, if your parents hired a fucking walking instructor to fucking teach you how to walk, teach you the biochemistry, you know what? I am not, anatomy. I'm not so sure that doesn't exist. It probably, probably does. does. <laughs> you have to teach your kid how to walk and then they're going to be crawling for the rest of their life Ugh. or they're going to be tripping. So, I mean, it just look at how you learned anything. You just said, got an impulse, an instinct to open your mouth and say something and mimic someone, and you did, and you fucking now you know you're fucking talking, yeah. right? And you have your own style of talking, you have your own sound, you have your own way of walking, and then what happened after you walk? All of a sudden, you know how to run, right? You know how to make it go faster, yeah? Oh, you want to propel something? All of a sudden, you know how to throw, right? What do you need? Who are you waiting for, right? It's in and, us. And eating, it's like, think of it so stupid. If I just told you, all right, man, you weigh 140. I need you to gain weight to get to 200 pounds. What do you think you need to do more of? So, uh, I would say supplements. I need to take some, nope. uh, you know, that is gains, yips, man, man, gains. That is yips. No. <laughs> you just start fucking you drinking some milk. Just whatever, just whatever you're eating, do more of it because it ain't working. So just do more of it, right? Yeah. If you want to get stronger in the gym, what do you think you got to do? Try to lift heavier weights. If you want to throw the ball faster? I didn't say fix your mechanics now, right? I said if you want to fucking uh, get better at throwing, you should probably throw more, right? If you want to yeah. throw the ball faster, you should probably throw faster more. If you want to sprint more. It's it crazy how many people are like, you literally are like, all right, man, I want you to throw this one as hard as you possibly can. Boom. Like plus like five miles an hour. Yeah, and then some people are just so fucked up that it takes them a longer time to, to like that out. break that open. That was me. Yeah, because like, you're scared and you think you're doing a max effort, but you're really not. So anyways, that's the same thing with the business, man. So let's get into the fucking business real quick. It's fucking like, it's, it's all the same shit. Just it, it, same. it is all intertwined. Yeah, how you do anything is how you do everything. And I think that the humility that going through the yips and getting dragged through the mud and doing all that stuff and then really facing negativity the final thing was the final cherry on top what's got me to where i am right now where i could walk away from the baseball and i could do that and it, it's not easy because sometimes i'll watch a highlight reel and i'm like i can do that but if you think about it logically i'll watch someone playing the guitar and they're fucking killing it and all of a sudden i have this instinct i want like this gut feeling that i want to go learn how to play the guitar right, right? it's like you do anything you watch someone sing oh i wish i could sing right so it's like you'll play tricks on you too that you want it when you really don't want it because if you really wanted to be the best and be the best in, in pitching the big leagues, your ass wouldn't be hiding in a fucking facility trying to train. Your ass would be out there playing. Throwing, it would yeah. be impossible. Somebody would have to force you. You're not good enough yet. Force you to train. But all these people dying to just train. It's just buying you time. And it's always going to give you... If you have the yips, you'll always have an excuse why it didn't work out. And it's easier to deal with. Because it's like, well, you know... If I just figure this one thing out, if I just gain more weight, if I just fucking deadlift 500 pounds, if I just learn how to fucking master my pivot pick, all my problems will be gone. And there's always something to rely on like a crutch. And that's why... Well, you're in real... Okay, so you're in real estate and I want, like, to, I want to understand like... I've not read one book I refuse. That's what I'm saying. Like there's a lot of people that are like, okay, I want to be a... For example, I want to make movies when I grow up. So maybe I should go to film school and study film and study this and that. I have that. two cousins that do that. And an assistant, Jack. So that, I'm that guessing you would say 
just start making films. Start like, learning yeah, from one the of my co- One of my cousins started making video when he was a skater at eight. He was sponsored by he was 11. Had drone when it, the Phantom just came out. He's like probably your guy's age. He goes, Oaks Christian. Oh, yeah. Oaks Christian. Yeah. Okay. So he's on the golf team, but he, you know, he was quit skating. He's like, you're just a talented guy. But he, James Franco, uh, he, he indirectly knew the director or whatever. James Franco hired him to fly the drone through a house during a movie set because they didn't know anybody else that could manage, like, control the drone that well. And this, and my uncle and them are making them go to fucking USC film school. Like, this motherfucker has his fucking name on a movie. Credits. He's in high school. He could give a tutorial. He could be a fucking professor and tell people how to use cameras and which programs to edit with and all yeah. this shit. He's a fucking master and you're going to make him go to fucking school? For what? There's some people that need to figure shit out and have life experiences or whatever, but you could fucking go get, fucking play beer pong and fucking dick off for free, at, you know, <laughs> for free and fucking, you know, figure it out later too. You don't need to spend 40, 50K a year to fucking dick off and drink play beer pong. So, I mean, that's that. And then I got my other cousin that wants to get homeschooled because I told him he's obsessed with detailing cars and now he details all the cars in the neighborhood. They're the same age and fucking... He's obsessed with trading Bitcoin. People tell him not to do Bitcoin. I don't think Bitcoin's like the fucking the truth, but there is value in having people convincing people that being so passionate at something that oh, an adult will give you fucking five, fifteen, thirty grand to to invest for them and manage that portfolio and learning that and going door to door and fucking washing cars and teaching people about that stuff. He knows it, he shouldn't go to school, but people have told me he has a learning disability. He's ADD, he's ADHD, and they put him. But he's too stubborn to listen to him. He, yeah, my aunt would give him Ritalin or Adderall or whatever, and he'd fucking t- put it in his mouth and he'd spit it out. Yeah. Yeah. So like, he just instinctively knew that you're wrong. I'm right. I know. I don't need a book to tell me. I'm right. And I don't pay attention to school because they're stupid. And that's why. But I mean. I'm glad I didn't know that until this year because it would have been a rough experience. Yeah. So like, it's like, pretty. Pretty stupid. If you want to be, if you want to be like everybody else who hates their lives, go do whatever keep doing. Do go do what they do. Go party in school. Yeah, and don't like, know what you're doing. Like people, I don't know job. why people, people, and it took me hundreds of books. And like you know, <laughs> I would listen. There's I have footage of me that Taiki's editing that literally of me. I have every year documented of me so domed up talking about stuff. I have videos of me like literally like in front of the camera like practicing like facial expressions <laughs> and like affirmations and shit like to try the to get my inside brain. Of you. Yeah, like all sorts of <laughs> exorcism. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have everything documented on from video. I was <laughs> video all of it and then, you know, people are going to see I've read, slept, listened to seminars, gone to seminars, gotten hypnotized. I used to have a personal development coach, pay 800 bucks a month at an NLP coach, all sorts of shit. And then it came to one conclusion inside it's just like i didn't need one fucking book this is stupid it didn't work it honestly didn't work <laughs> that, was been, that was a bit tough man it's like i took me this fucking, shit for like 15 years oh wait me, i didn't me, need to read any it books it took me about 12 years or less maybe like 11 to 12 years to realize that it was all a waste of time to read all those books there are definitely some great books that have changed my life but i will agree with you there where it's like it's inside of you I just start producing if you read the relentless one or listen to it that's all you need baby yeah. I, I know it just it, it, it will cut if I read that when I was 16 if I read that when I was 16 I wouldn't have picked up another book in my life I don't think or I probably would have because I probably would have made an excuse oh no no he's wrong like it's something in my brain it's not it's not that I'm being soft I'm tough 
right? But you know, everything has its own timing, right? And and I go look, I go look at my uh, my my senior high school project, and uh, like my goals and define definitions of success and uh, legacy and purpose and stuff like that. And I look at what I'm doing right now. I'm like, oh no wonder everything happened exactly how it was. I set forth the intention and goal to build what I have at this very moment. And I had to go through yips and struggle and anxiety and depression and all those things that I wasn't even, I didn't even label it because I was too prideful to even label it those things, but we could. And go through all those things, try so many different things, be friends with so many different industries and mingle with all those different people because what I wanted to do was such a big idea that I couldn't do it just being a dominant baseball player. How does it feel to know that you've done that? I mean, I'm not done yet. It, it feels awesome to know and liberating to know, to be confident for once, right? And know... You're on the path. Yeah, and, and I and confident knowing that no matter what turn the path goes, that I'm... I'm intact like i like chop my legs off god forbid like i'm good like i already got my game plan like i know like yo if i chop my dick i'll be like some crossfitter motherfucker or some shit all wrapped <laughs> up and, like i know like you know if i was blind i'd fucking find a way to whatever like i know i'm confident now like like i think that's why i used to dress care more about how i dress now it's like i kind of like i like clothes i like being clean and shit but like i kind of like i'm more about building shit than you know that so uh, but I'm saying like everybody like it's easy to say like oh if I would have read that in high school it would, oh my problem but no the I needed to go through that for my goals so you got to be cautious of what you, and and when you set something you got I think it's very important to forecast all right this is the life that I want to go down this is what I'm probably going to be facing I don't know how often I don't know how severe but this is the shit I'm going to go through and then be like okay. Do you, can you deal with this? Yes or no? Yes, I agree to the terms of this contract. All right, well, you sign it, and then you fucking remind yourself about that contract you signed with yourself, and when shit gets tough, be like, I signed up for this, and well, I, that's it. Well, think about how much more valuable you are to kids now oh, that yeah. you went through all that shit. You my, ha- my yeah. senior project says definition of success, getting paid to play the game I love, and I remember at 27 in front of 30,000 people in Mexico feeling like a loser because I, I was in the big leagues, right? And I'm like, Oh my God, I've been fucking paid for like three years. I guess I'm successful. All right. You know, and then also signing to go play pro baseball. I never thought of what's my life going to look like if I go leave and play pro baseball. Like, is do I really want to go live in a Motel 6? Do I really want to fucking live in these fucked up little towns that I don't like being in? Do I really want to numb my creativity and mute myself in order to play my role till I earn seniority hopefully maybe yeah like maybe remember, make the big leagues well i don't care about that part because because that's just I, I thrive off that part but really it's like the lifestyle that i'm not way aware of or or the mindset of being a soldier and conforming to the status quo that it's not it's not for someone who wants to be on their own unless they've earned the right to and that means they've just gotten paid enough right so you gotta and that also taught me is you gotta build it before you go out and get it, you gotta build it so that it comes to you. You gotta build the leverage first, and where it's undeniable that you're the go-to for, for that whatever it is. You know, 
So, yeah, it was crazy. And then, you know, my whole thing was like, I wanted the reason all my goals were like purpose for playing baseball was like, I want to build the biggest foundation so I could impact the most amount of people and fucking change shit or whatever. And I thought I had to get to the big leagues to do that. But I was like, oh, yeah, all this fucking eating shit, eating shit, eating shit, eating shit. Like Gary Vee says is like, oh, yeah, that's what built my foundation. Now I now I could be a spokesperson for fucking sucking and like ruining your your talent because you're so worried about the wrong things at the wrong time. And I wouldn't be I wouldn't be an asset if I didn't eat shit for that long. Yeah. And it's relatable. And it's uh, it's something that we kind of have discussed. It's like we can either wait till we've like built something incredible and do all this crap and go for these crazy goals and then wait to start, you know, building something or helping people or whatever it is. Or let's just get a little fucking podcast. Yeah. See what kind of people we can bring on to give kids value yeah, if you're and see where ar- it goes. Yeah. If you're going to sit around and bullshit about it yeah. anyways, <laughs> might as well record it yeah, and help like, people. Yeah. You know, like, so I think that that's awesome. It's like, you don't wait. You just start living just start it doing immediately. It. And then like it grows said, on that. Like when I started the podcast, I, I started the Instagram like two years ago. I just was going to document it and make mockery of the Flama thing. And then, you know, started helping people and I was like, okay. And I got, you know, high off helping people. And then, uh, then the real estate thing started or whatever. And then, you know, I even took my foot off the real estate thing a year ago, maybe a year more so ago where I was like, I just, okay, I'm just going to get income from the real estate rentals. And all I care about is I just left baseball was life experiences. I felt like I had cheated myself these mind-blowing life experiences that I was craving festivals and psychedelic drugs and doing all this stupid shit, right? And um, what I learned from that and being so obsessed with creating those experiences, I took my eye off the focus and that that ran its course, those experiences. And it, it became like, eh, it's another day. And I realized that and then my, my business was kind of getting really vulnerable at that point. Like a lot of stuff started not going right, right? And that I took for granted and I never really had any uh, adversity. It was like the talent guy again, right? Um, playing itself all over again. And then I woke up that I was like, no. What made my housing awesome was being there in the trenches talking purpose, like like specific reason, like like the DF thing. That's what I want to do. The experiences, all it taught me was like, I've had already had mind-blowing experiences this whole time. I thought that it was this other thing, like the same thing with the big leagues. So now I see things way faster instead of it taking a decade. Yeah. I'm like, no, this is what I want to build. And it's hard if you have a bunch of things you guys want to do to not try to do them at the same time. Yeah. You have another seasons. It's like, hey, I'm going to, it's like in high school, right? Before you play college baseball, then you try to play pro baseball. There's seasons. I'm going to dedicate myself for four years crush this then I'm gonna crush college for four years then I'm gonna crush this or whatever right same thing it's like okay I'm gonna crush this become the best player everything document everything and then you you will let that evolve into what the next phase is but never forgetting why you're doing it right and if those guys that that leave after the off season and they don't care about continuing to train those people know all they want to do is either continue to play baseball or get to the fucking pros or big leagues the other guys are chasing like being good enough to do something. There's a difference. So you got to know what you're chasing in order to get it. You got to know why. Yeah, because it, you got to. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't like over glamorized positive thinking bullshit. Well, you know, but it's, the, tr- the truth is, is like 
hey, okay, I really want that fucking Ferrari, right? Damn it. I'm salivating in my mouth. But I didn't ever even think. I went to try to go get it, generate enough money to go get it, and I didn't think about what an oil change would cost me and what this would cost me. And the, do I really want to go through that? And if I still do, and if I can afford it, then okay, I'm going to do it now, right? What is that going to mean? Oh, some fools may, may hate on me if I get that. And I may lose some friends. Some true colors may come out. Am I willing to put up with that? Yeah, I yeah, am. Fuck them. And then you do it. It's like bungee jumping or flying out of, jumping out of a plane. They make you sign a waiver. Most people don't even read it, right? And they go splat and they try to sue them. But it said right there that you might fucking pull your spine out of socket, you know? And you didn't read it, motherfucker. Like, you shouldn't have jumped then, you know? And that marks the end of part two of the Flama podcast. If you enjoyed, please leave a rating. Share it with a friend. Tell one friend about the podcast. Join back in tomorrow. We're going to be answering all of your questions on the Q&A episode. Follow Flama at Flama Degaf on social media. Visit his website, Capo Day Baseball, to purchase gear. Enter the code JourneyDegaf at checkout for a 20% off coupon code. And have a great Monday.